You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. Well, let's do the declaration. If you're visiting with us for the first time, just make this declaration with us. I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet, please. This is the way that we do it in Household of Christ. We make this declaration before we declare the Word of God. Are you ready to declare the Word of God? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept His sacrifice on the cross and His resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to His Word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the Word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you and say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Say, keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Yes, now when everybody is wearing masks, you have to smile with your eyes, amen, so that people can see that you are happy. Whatever you are facing, there's always a reason to rejoice. When your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you have reason to rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to share a message with you today on slowly but surely. Turn to the person next to you say, slowly but surely. I truly believe that all your years of hard work, commitment to the kingdom of God, your prayers, they're not lost. God is aware of all of those things. Sometimes we labor, sometimes we work hard, sometimes we pray, sometimes we fast. And we don't see the effects immediately. But God is busy working out the answer. Ecclesiastes 3 says that God makes everything beautiful in its time. It's put eternity in our hearts so that we wouldn't find out the way that God does things. God has got His own way to execute His plans, His purpose in every person's life. That's why the worst thing that you can do is to compare yourself to your neighbor. Rather, listen to your conscience. Listen to what God is saying to you. God will make it beautiful in its time. Some things take a bit longer. The past two years have really discouraged people. But I want to encourage you that God is faithful. Let me share a little bit of my own life. When I go through challenging times, difficulties, one of the first things I do, I take some time and I just meditate and think upon the God said moments. Do you have God said moments? Remember, God said to Abraham, spoke to me and said, I want you to leave, go to the land that I will show you. Spoke to Abraham, he said, I'll be your shield, I'll be your reward, I'll be your protection. And those things that God has said, he said to Paul, I'm going to use you as an instrument to minister to the Gentiles. So go and think upon those God-set moments. 
the God said moments that came to pass because it will build your faith when you're reminded God was faithful. When David faced his Goliath, he said, I just want to remind you that God was faithful. He helped me with the lion and the bear. And the same anointing that killed the lion is the same anointing that killed the bear is the same anointing, God's presence, that will kill the giant. Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, on an assignment, finds himself in prison. The book of Philippians, he wrote while he was in prison. And he writes these words, he says, Rejoice! And again I say, Rejoice. He's saying, be happy, and I want to tell you to be happy. He says, let your gentleness be known to all men. So funny that he says, be happy and then be gentle, for the Lord is at hand. Then he goes on to say, be anxious for nothing. Turn to the person next to you, say, be anxious for nothing. But in everything and all your prayers and supplications, Continue to pray and ask God and give God thanks. Let your request be known to God. And he says, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Let me just see by an indication in the past week, whose heart and mind has been playing games with you? I wonder if Jesus loves me. I wonder if Jesus is going to help me. So Paul is writing all of these things while he's in prison. Now, in the book of Acts, there were times where Paul was just under house arrest and his friends could take care of him. But while he's writing this, he's in the temple prison, which is a nice word for the central sewage system of Rome. He's sitting in sewage writing this. Let me put it in another way. He's sitting in other people's stinking things, clinging to him, and he's saying, rejoice in the Lord. He's at a place giving instruction to a church, just busy with what God has told him to do. He says, I'm sitting here right now, and I want to tell you, People's stinking sewage is around me. I'm smelling it. But I want to say the peace of God that surpasses all understanding has flooded my heart. I'm at peace. Those toxic fumes, I did some research, the toxic fumes of the sewage killed more people than anything else. Because on a hot day, those fumes become toxic. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but who of you have been sitting in a place just wanting to worship Jesus and the toxic fumes and sewage of other people are clinging to you? It's at a moment like that where we have to say, God... Let your peace that surpasses all understanding flood my heart and flood my mind. When you go to chapter 3, Paul actually says, he says, not that I've obtained anything or achieved anything. He says, but God is the one who got hold of me. 
I didn't get, he got hold of me and he's lifted me up. Can you imagine being in a situation like that, saying that? I want to give you advice. That's a man of faith. Having that kind of an attitude. If you're sitting here and you're serving God, I want to salute you after the two years that we've gone through. Job is another person that the Bible talks about in the book of James chapter 5. The Passion Translation says, We honor them as heroes because they remained faithful even while enduring great sufferings. Turn to the person next to you and say, You're a hero. It says, You've heard of all that Job went through, and we can see that the Lord ultimately treated him with wonderful kindness, revealing how tender-hearted he really is. The New King James says, we know the end intended by the Lord. Turn to the person next to you, say slowly but surely. Tell them again, say slowly but surely. Family, it's time for you to be revealed as a hero. We look at heroes and we think it's people doing all these great things, but if you continue to serve God and remain faithful while you're going through a tough time, those are the heroes. It's time for the heroes to be revealed, those that are serious with God. Slowly but surely, God is busy perfecting everything concerning us. Remember, of all graces, faith honors God the most. But of all graces, God honors faith the most. Amen? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 15. Have you reminded yourself of a few God said moments where God said something? Matthew 15, verse 21. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Wow. So many lessons that we can learn from this short passage. This woman, number one, was from Canaan. Have you felt like you're not from the right place if I was only from here or there or there. The Bible says this woman, although she was a woman from Canaan, she was a woman that was full of faith. She was full of perseverance, patience, forbearance. And when she approached Jesus and said, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus became aware of something in this woman. Turn to the person next to you, say the look of faith. Turn to the person on the other side, say an attitude of faith. 
It was when Lot had taken the best of the land that God said to, to Abraham, lift up your eyes and see. It's the look of faith. The disciples, when they said, where's the harvest? Jesus said, you say, the harvest is only coming in a few months. I'm telling you now the harvest is ready. Lift up your eyes and see. So when this woman approached him, she approached him in faith. She might have been from Canaan, but she was full of faith. It's almost when Jesus got quiet. From a natural point of view, you, you can look at it and think, he's ignoring her. But he's looking at this woman and saying, what attitude has she got? Approaching me, knowing that she's from Canaan, and I'm not really here for her. Her disciples came to him and said, chase her away. Imagine the humility. You just want to get to Jesus, and the disciples are chasing, not just chasing you away, they're coming to Jesus and say, chase her away. This woman did not allow her situation or her circumstances, what people were saying, doing to affect her faith. She didn't allow the embarrassment. She didn't allow the insults or anything. Can I tell you something? When Jesus seems to be quiet, get ready for a teachable moment. Because Jesus is never quiet. He's always saying something. Amen? Family, Jesus prayed for you 2,000 years ago. John chapter 17. I do not only pray for those that will believe, but all those that will believe in the future. So one thing you can say when it feels like Jesus is quiet, he's praying for you. But he wants to see if you're approaching him with an attitude of faith. Jesus ignores her. He says, well, all my disciples around me, they believe that she's a dog. They believe she shouldn't even be close to me. Under the law, that's right. But remember, the law came through Moses, but when Christ came, he was full of grace and truth, grace upon grace. It's almost like Jesus is looking at this woman. He's saying, you're not supposed to be here, but when you said, son of David, have mercy, did you really believe it or was it just lip service? But she knew, if I can just move closer to Jesus, slowly but surely, I will have my breakthrough. Look at verse 26. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire and her daughter was healed from that very hour. Can you look beyond your situation, your circumstances, the insults, the embarrassment, people pushing you away? What you are asking of Jesus in humility and sincerity of heart, in faith, he will do it. 
It's almost like he was just keeping quiet to see, is she really in faith? He says, let me just put it to the test. Those around me, they believe you shouldn't receive this blessing of deliverance, that it's only for them. Do you believe what I believe about you? Or do you believe what they believe about you? Will you believe what Jesus has said about you? This woman had the patience, the perseverance of Christ. That's why she didn't run out of patience. Who of you have asked God, God, can you do something, but can you do it now? Sometimes when you move towards that promise, the Bible teaches us through faith and patience, they inherited the promise. James says it's the testing of our faith that produces patience. The answers that we want from God often are not for those who are in a hurry. Turn to the person next to you say, through faith and patience. Turn to the person on the other side say, through faith and patience. Through faith and patience. Remember, she knew whatever a man sows, that's the very thing that he will reap. So she was sowing those seeds of patience, seeds of perseverance, seeds of love. A matter of fact, she moved from just asking to worshiping. From just asking to worshiping him. Say, Son of David, have mercy upon me. Help me. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Show me the way out. In your situation, faith will allow you to worship God because faith sees the invisible. Faith believes the impossible. And faith receives the incredible. Her petition was, Son of David, have mercy on me. Sometimes when we pray, we want to instruct God what to do. But when you say, son of David, have mercy, there's so much in that. Because Jesus knew her need was beyond just the daughter getting deliverance. But salvation had to come to that family so that they could maintain that deliverance. Do you know what we can see from this? She said, son of David, have mercy on me. Mercy for parents is mercy for children. When the daughter was delivered, it teaches us mercy for the children is mercy for the parents. She knew it was her duty to bring her daughter to Christ. It was her duty to bring her child to God. It's our responsibilities as parents to show our children the more excellent way. You know, when you look at this, how many times have you prayed and said, God, help me, 
and it feels like God is quiet. Let me just see your hand. It's that why when I started, I said, those are the moments when I just remind myself of the God said moments. Because oftentimes when God has spoken to you, He said a word. He wants to see how you will respond in faith. Jesus was using this opportunity to reveal to His disciples and everybody there that He did not just come for them, but for all Gentiles, everybody. That the promise that was made to Abraham was to all of those who would believe in Christ so that we could receive the Holy Spirit. You didn't hear what I've just said. The promise that was made to Abraham was not cars, was not houses, was not all these blessings. It was the promise of the Holy Spirit. Because when you start to prosper in your spiritual life, and you are linked up with God, then everything you touch will be blessed. Everything in your life will start to change. Because the first area where you need to prosper in is your spiritual life. Jesus was using this to teach his disciples. I've come for everybody who's prepared to believe. This woman said, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Go to verse 28. O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. God wants to give you the desires of your heart. Can I have one amen? Are you feeling like the Canaanite woman that God is saying, sorry, this bread is not for you? Jesus came so that we can experience every blessing in Christ Jesus. There's only two occasions in the Bible that Jesus refers to people with great faith. And both of them were not part of the Jewish culture. Because they just simply stepped in and believed. I can see here this woman, it doesn't matter what negative word came her way, what insult came her way. What discouragement came her way? She remained in faith, believing, if I can just get closer to Jesus and get his attention, my situation will change. My daughter's life will change. Sometimes it's the things in our own heart that make us think that Jesus is frowning at us when we're asking him something. But all that he is doing is just that taking that time to see whether you're truly in faith. In that season where you think Jesus is quiet, just continue to say, I just want to move closer. If I can just get Jesus' attention. The truth is now after Christ has died, when you accept Christ, you are positioned to attract God's favor. I mean, have you ever put yourself in the position of this woman? Just think about it. Coming to Jesus, crying out to Jesus. When she said, son of David, God wanted to do so much more. She was not part of the commonwealth of Israel. But when she approached Jesus in faith, he allowed her to become a daughter of the Most High God. Gave her sonship. This is what it's all about. 
family, listen to me. All your prayers of the past 20 years, 30 years, all your hard work, all your serving, it's not lost. Remain in faith. I want to close with this. There's so many lessons that we can learn from this woman, from Job, from Paul. But the one thing is they approached God in faith. Don't allow your situation, your circumstances, don't allow what people are saying, pointing the finger, trying to embarrass you, trying to push you down, trying to get you away. Remain focused upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith can see the invisible. Faith believes the impossible. Faith receives the incredible. When Jesus said, every one of your desires have been granted, he gave her more than what she asked. Sometimes we come and we say, God, do this, do this, do this. I want to encourage you, and this week approach Jesus and say, Son of David, have mercy upon me. Son of David, have mercy upon me. When she prayed that simple prayer that seemed very ordinary in the natural, it had an extraordinary effect in the spirit. Do you know why? The book of Revelations 3 verse 7 says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and he who shuts and no one opens. I know your work. See, I've set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Family, listen to me. In this time where you've gone through a tough season, you've not denied the name of Jesus. God is aware of that fact. When you approach him saying, Son of David, have mercy. When she approached him and said, Son of David, have mercy. Jesus must have known and said, does this woman know she's approaching the one who has the keys that can open doors and close doors? Let me see if she's in faith. As she approached him in faith, said, every one of your desires I'm giving you. I'm opening doors that you're not even aware of. Not only will your daughter be healed, but I'm giving you every one of the desires of your heart. And salvation came to her. We don't have any reason to look at our culture or where we come from when we approach Jesus in faith. Because the thing that will honor Jesus is faith. When you approach Him in faith, all this racial discrimination that was going on there, Jesus said, I'm not interested in that. My disciples, listen here. This woman has got great faith. I believe this is one of the reasons Peter, when he walked past the man at the gate beautiful, and he said, get up and walk, and the man didn't get up. He remembered how this woman just kept on coming closer, coming closer, and he grabbed the man by the hand, and he lifted him up. I'm telling you now, when you've called out to God, Son of David, have mercy, expect God to open doors for you. Expect God to lift people up where they down in situations. Be that hand to lift them up, knowing that God is with you. Son of David, have mercy upon me. And as you keep your faith, I'm telling you now, God is going to grant you every one of the desires of your heart. Selah. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your tremendous grace, O Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for faith that you've deposited in our hearts, O Lord, so that we can have the ability to please you. 
Thank you for that, Lord. We bless you for that. Let your blood speak for your people. Let your mercy speak for them. Let your grace speak for them. Cover us with your grace. Cover us with your mercy. Cover us with your favor. Cover us with your blood. Cover us with your forgiveness. We thank you for that. We bless you for that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said? Amen. Wonderful. Well, I want everybody to put their right hand on their heart. Raise your other hand to heaven. And I want you to pray this prayer aloud after me. Say, Precious Father, my situation is beyond human means. I need the Savior of the world to save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I confess with my mouth. and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, that he's alive right now, making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life, well-pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, if you've prayed that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart, God has shown mercy upon you already. Your sins are forgiven. Your past is over. Amen. If I can give you some advice, if you've prayed that prayer and accepted Christ, forget about your past. Don't talk about your past anymore. Your past is Egypt. It's a place of defeat and failure. God is taking you out of that place of bondage into the promised land. Amen. Find a living church. If you're around here and you've prayed that prayer, we have to take responsibility for you to grow in the things of the Lord. Amen. If you're from far, go find a church, get involved there, and serve there like never before. Amen. Has your faith been lifted? Are you ready to face your situation and your circumstances with a new faith? Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.